0: Coming at you from Scratch and Wolf Studios. Wait, I'm not the host. Get on my chair. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Coming at you from Scratch and Wolf Studios. It's that time again to rage across the internet. I'm your host, Porter.
2: Mm
1: hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and not Tom.
1: To my left, Daniel Turtle Power Tyson. <laughs> nice. Hey, everybody. And some creep across from me, a little big for his britches. We got the man himself, Tommy Dixon.
0: How's it going, guys? <laughs> did you like uh,
2: listen to one of our old episodes? Maybe because I did that like what in episode six or seven. So, maybe, so he's a copycat, maybe eight or nine. I don't. Oh, we did I it. Mean, a, I am a clone. Back to that shit. She wins. All right. I always win. Good night, everybody.
1: <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> We have some shit to talk about. I was about to say, I don't think producer gave you the wrap up symbol.
1: No, he didn't. But that's about how that we know.
0: Yeah, we know. He knows better. Yeah, now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, was was that last session? Why'd you end it so quick? What are you fucking talking about?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was that was that was last session for sure. (laughs) He he gave him the wrap up symbol. He literally cut it in thirty seconds.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We were we were pushing the time, and I knew we could. You could slow it down. I was like, ah, oh, this should probably not a good symbol to use. Because, yeah, once I said, would slow it down, you just cut it. It was done. You,
1: right. you used the wrap it on hand signal. I know, it
2: was the wrong symbol.
0: Man. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we doing today?
2: We're doing good. Day doing good. It's recording day.
1: Always love recording day. Ah,
2: uh, my favorite day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. So those rules. <laughs> now, um... <laughs> Doyle rules. Doyle does rule. You know what's rules? What's that? Werewolf. Werewolf rules. Werewolf does rule. And uh, the podcast.
2: <laughs> podcast is boss. Why not?
1: <laughs> Producer <laughs> said so.
2: I couldn't think of anything else. Yeah, that's
1: fine. <laughs> we don't script these as it turns out.
2: <laughs> but you know, we got a couple more editions on that store. Do we really? <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, we, yeah, our store is open. Yep. Got some cool shit on there, and yeah, there's a couple more entries.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm so so excited to get some more
1: stuff on there. So, hey, you know, by all means, head up to the website, which is what, Tom?
0: www.rangeacrosstheinternet.com .com
1: .com .com. There we go. He did it. He did it. (laughs) did he join in? This is good. He finally joined in. Yeah, (laughs) finally. Yeah, and see, see what we got new in stock there. Yep. You know, that's a cool shit. I love, uh, I love how some of this stuff's turned out. I'm so
2: excited for some of that stuff. We've got some more stuff coming down the line. We're just, we're, we're kind of waiting on the vendors. So it's it's exciting. Yeah.
1: So that's why we keep bringing it up, because there's, there's new stuff to see.
2: Yes. Go back onto the store, take a look, and again, get on that Discord.
1: Yes. Because we are... 10% um, discount. Yeah, I have the 10% discount code for our grand reopening. Yep. <laughs> but so uh, you know that's, uh, that's a great way to celebrate uh, get some get some cool shit
2: yes those coffee
1: mugs I love those coffee mugs man the, coffee just tastes
2: better out of a werewolf mug well
1: it's the proper size too
2: or you out know, of they, a rage across the internet mug my apologies
1: right. I love milk because it's like 15 ounces so like my Keurig I can get the highest setting mm-hmm. and still still get all of that coffee, still have room for like the creamer and shit mm-hmm. yeah. who wants less coffee I mean that's just, what do you want here it's it's, it's lifeblood it's a decent size, but not comically large. Okay, because yeah. you know I got those comically large mugs <laughs> in, the, in the cupboard.
0: It's like why? It's so I still much. want bigger ones. That's what <laughs> I want to fit a
2: whole pot said. of coffee in there.
1: That's
2: that's what she said.
1: It's, well, oh. that, that won't work for <laughs> these, but you know those are going to sell out quick too. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we've only got the one vendor who does them, so when those are out. Those <sighs> are out for a bit. Those will sell out, so get there quick. Yeah, and get ten percent off. Anyway, moving on from that. Yep. You know, uh, we want to thank you all for your support because that's been fantastic.
2: Yes, thank you, know, you please, so much.
1: Please keep that coming. Those reviews coming in, those those five stars, the thumbs ups, and stuff that Facebook—it all really matters. It helps yeah. get the word out and share the love. Yeah, we we need more ears attached to
0: this. What? <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go with that.
1: More ears to pour the knowledge into. What Danny said. <laughs> there we go. And if that's awkward weird, I didn't say it, so... Blame it on Danny. That's right. Like, it wasn't any more awkward than what you had. <laughs> Maybe, but I didn't say it. That's fair. <laughs> Not some good stuff. Yeah. And so, um, but moving on from mm-hmm. that for now, we can go back to some business later on as well. Yeah, sure. Let's break that up a bit. Yeah. So you know how people love when we just carry on for a half hour and then talk about the subject?
0: <laughs> what? I know how we like to surprise them with the business.
1: Yeah. A little, a little, oh, it's time now. An episode break, Dix. Can't skip this one.
0: Um, You wrote that commercial yet?
1: For us? (laughs) No, but I do I want to make a commercial for us. It's going to happen. Yes. I'm excited. We're going to take a break from the podcast to air a commercial for the podcast. This is
0: amazing. I don't know. We talk about it so much, it might not happen. That's true. (laughs) That's
1: one of those things that's there specifically to amuse us. Mm -hmm. That's like half of what we do here. (laughs) <laughs> and three quarters, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty close. But the other thing we're doing today mm-hmm. is we're doing another Junk Drawer Diary.
2: Yeah, we had a lot of questions that we've, like, look, those are awesome questions. Thank you. But do you mind if we save them so we can put them on air?
1: Right. And like last time, you know, not everything is a Cubs corner. Right. You know, and then, I mean, we haven't done those in a while anyway, but.
2: Well, we stopped getting, well, because a lot of the questions we have are like a significant answer. Right. Not just
1: a quick yeah, do this. Or, or they're more advanced. Yeah, or something we want to. I mean, this junk drawer. It's what this is for, right? You know, you get the you get the the batteries and the string and the you you question about you know gnosis <laughs> in the <in> kyrans. <a>
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, where does this key go to?
3: Right?
1: Maybe so. it's, maybe it's the cairn. <laughs> So let's uh, have me shut up for 30 seconds and let uh, Producer Danny get us started. All right. Producer Danny. (laughs) Well, first, we'll
2: we'll give a quick apology. This one's, uh, these these few are from Saragde, but these were for a little while now. We've Mm -hmm. just been saving them for that long.
1: Yeah, I I, I have apologized personally for that one. But yeah, that that, that email got caught up with some junk mail. (laughs) And so I missed it until like two or three months later.
2: Wow. So we didn't forget about you. We're... me and Tom didn't forget about you.
1: <laughs> now Porter was just
2: illiterate one day. <laughs> so, and, but we did save him. So we do have those questions. So let's start off junk Chore. Ready? Hike. <laughs> We're playing football now. It's no longer baseball. <laughs> have your games ever played a crossover game that involved characters from Major Hunter and either as background or plot-driven NPCs?
1: Okay. Well, yes. All right. Next. Question. <laughs> no, um yeah, that, that happens. I mean, the World of Darkness is a big place. Um, you guys, yes, you know, right. through through the course of, you know, sitting down with me, you you guys have fought a fair share of draculas. <laughs> this is true. Yes, um yeah. you know, we did a changeling related Yeah, we have a uh, story the one time.
2: There's an arc in the changeling, there's a there's an NPC, there's a mage. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there two,
1: technically there's two but we're saving that for the uh, patrons. Oh, that, yeah, that stuff, that stuff, that's post-mortem stuff. Yep. Um, I would like to, you're going to run into Hunters at some point. Um, while I was playing, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, it was one of these, you know, um, that I was actually able to play for, uh, we ran into the Silent Howl, ran into Hunters, and that was fun because Segment refused to take them seriously.
0: <laughs> I could see him doing that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got a little example because I'm very curious now.
1: Well, like at one point, they're following the Howl. So, like the Howl, they're driving around in the Crown Vic because that's right. is a thing for Crown Vics. I don't know. <laughs> okay. And they're following. It's not subtle, you know? At all? Not really. Okay. You know, I don't know if it was good perception rules or what, but it wasn't subtle. <laughs> and, and so, and so, Sekhmet, they get to a stop sign and Sekhmet steps sideways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the car takes off. You know, so there's the hunters tailing them. We don't know they're hunters at this point. You know, it's so a segment. Waits a few, waits a few, comes back into the room, shifts to loop, and starts following the car that's following them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: And so he's watching. He's catching some sense. You know, a little scent of the true form. Little perception rules. This is, but are these are these human? What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, so he he shifts a hobbit, and walks up. You know, the how you know, get some mind speed kick, and the how kind of parks over at the side, so they're you know following. They mm-hmm. park off somewhere, and turn off the lights, they're just waiting. Segment like walks up and he goes, Hey, I got you that moonshine? I think I saw a bar back there.
2: <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> yeah, not your typical segment answer here or question, but like, I always get a place of it else. That's
1: awesome. No, it was it was it was great. You know, he's just mocking the shit out of them, and they were starting to draw their weapons, and he's laughing at them. And then they uh, threatened uh, Roxy Uh oh, and he ripped one of their throats out. Good, <laughs> and smashed another to death with the head.
2: <laughs> it, I mean, not as brutal here, but it kind of reminds me of uh, Supernatural, where the ghost phasers okay. kept following Sam and Dean. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, Are these guys for real? <laughs>
1: And that was the end. I mean, they had never encountered Hunters before. Said Hunters do have a little... I mean, they have some power, mm-hmm. but they're human at the end of the day. They're and, so human, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Easily taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, to
2: keep going off of Saragde's question here, have you ever involved their respective enemies, like Pentex, working with the Technocracy or one of the Vampire Clans?
1: I've, I've never had the... the quote, super villain team up okay. like that before. Um, and I don't think that's... That's not something I would do. Uh, and I think that has a lot to do with... I don't... Those aren't my games. I don't want to say I don't want to misrepresent them because you guys don't know any better. I could get away with it. Fair. But, <laughs> yeah,
2: well, even if you did, it's not like we would care that much either. But, but you know what I mean?
1: Like, you you wouldn't know if I screwed it up because you don't know anything about those games either. Right. But I know so little. And and it's not that... um. I mean I guess I don't care. That's fair. You guys don't have enough to worry about? <laughs> yes we do. Yeah. Yeah. There's already too much. A bit. And 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 actually to to expand on that, you think about it, why would you care about like the bad guy mages? Like what's the difference? <laughs> the, or or better yet, yeah, a better example would be the, the Sabbat and the the Sabat and the, the Camarilla. You know? There are two factions of vampires. Who gives a shit? They're, yeah, they're Legions. They're, yeah. Who gives why a do shit. you why do you as characters care? Why would you know what the difference is? Why would it matter to you?
0: They need to eradicate it anyway. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah, get rid of them. That's when you said a bad mage, I'm like, wait, didn't know there was bad and good. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess if we played those games, we would understand that. Which makes sense, but but we've never touched those games. We've never researched anything about those games. So it's kind of hard to place us in that setting. exactly. And then as
2: a werewolf... Playing in this game, and how would you have that
0: even character if you knew that? <laughs> yeah. Why
2: would
1: you care? Mm-hmm. Now, if you have people who've been playing all of those games all the years, that's a different story. If you want to, you know, do a little chocolate peanut butter mix action, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But that's not something I do. Delicious chocolate peanut butter. No, I, I'm, I, I was gonna, but then I decided not to. So you're fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, then I guess the second part of that question: Would that even be feasible, or would that just oversaturate the enemy list and the main plot?
1: Well, again, I, yeah, I, I, th- I think it would. I, th- I think it would com- maybe not confuse the issue for you guys, but there wouldn't be much of a differentiation anyway. Mm-hmm. And then they, it might overcomplicate things for those other groups. But
0: Depending I, on the
2: plot, but yeah. Yeah, but I can't speak to that. Okay. oh, Awesome questions from Zrogne.
1: Yeah, for writing those in and yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> well, <laughs> Wait,
2: he's got a couple, well, he's got another one here. I'll, well, no, he's got two more here. Oh so. my God. He wrote in a lot to you and yeah. you just
0: blatantly ignored him. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh now you're throwing him under the bus. <laughs> oh. Four I questions. He's... I
2: think he's given his po- enough apology here. Alright. Uh did you ever use any mockery breeds in any of your games?
1: Not yet, but I want to.
2: Okay. So, and we can't ask which ones because no, that's we're the
1: in thing. the game. Yeah. Mm, it's darn. like I'm not gonna give you more than that. But I what I and I think I I think I actually did at one point talk about this. Mm-hmm that I don't remember their name, because... You know, just sh- shut up, I don't. Um, That's all that matters. But it's the uh, the apes. And the, the the idea of you guys fighting one, and, um, you know, it reverts to its breed form. Mm-hmm. And, and the idea of what the shit is this thing, you know? But I decided... But it, I, I was worried about your guys' reactions early on, where you were just taking everything on face value. <laughs> so I didn't yes. want to. Like, oh, no, it makes sense that this exists, so I'm not phased.
2: Well, I mean, like, we damn did that, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there was a phase, and you guys got over it, but it was around the time I was thinking of oh, doing it.
2: Right. Oh, so we definitely would have... Yeah, so
1: the idea of you guys being unfazed just ruined it for me?
2: Because we, we did that with, uh, with Dracula's. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, like, like, oh, oh, of course there's vampires. Yeah, of course Duh. there's vampires.
0: <laughs> right. Great. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's there's werebears, too? Of course they're fucking is. Yeah, it's, why it's, wouldn't there be? Yeah. yeah.
0: No, my... Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, we we're living in Narnia, aren't we? Come on. <laughs> All right, and then well, last. hold on a sec. Okay. For newer players here, newer to the game, you, should we dive a little bit into what's a mockery breed?
1: Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, there's not a whole lot to it, but mockery breeds are um, shifters that were created by Pentex.
2: Okay. You know, to like, like combat that certain shifter, or or just as a femori.
1: Yeah, we we want our own, so we made them in a lab. Gross. Yeah, they're artificially created weird creatures. Huh. Fun. Yeah. So
2: I mean, we talked about the Samza a couple of weeks ago, yeah, two or I mean, three weeks ago, whatever yeah. it was. But yeah,
1: yeah. There's them. There's the the apes. You know, um, these the the frogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: a where frog? And then there's the dogs. But I'm not sure if that's official or not.
0: Oh, but, but a where Frogs only get so big. Fucking, eh, snakes I mean, only can... get so big. Eh, that's fair. <laughs> I'm tired of these snakes on just a plane. plane.
1: <laughs> All right,
2: so then what's your favorite mock breed? I
1: like the I like the apes, man. So you
2: just
0: want to stick with the apes? I I, I can see them being pretty badass though.
1: I I get this, I get this image and I don't know if I saw it in a book and forgot about it and it just stuck with me mm-hmm. or if it's an image I came up with. But like, you know, like you get the fucking like kind of gray silver fur. Okay. You know, and like the suspenders in the <laughs> you know, like like that old beat cap. You know, with like the wife beater in the okay, you know, I you know, the, yeah, he's got the suspenders all the time, and like maybe like a little derby hat, <laughs> but like he's like a Krynos ape man. <laughs> oh boy! It's like you're dressing up Gorilla grad I guess. He <laughs> <laughs> put, put a stogie in his mouth. I just I like that image.
0: He's got to have glasses too. I don't know that he does. But, uh, I mean, is you don't you do rectangle frames? Yep. Yeah. Okay. You see it? Oh, you nice. see what I'm saying? I yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Gotta have the glasses. Oh my god. I'm picturing it now. Uh, yeah, I love that image. Yep. Stogie with the squirt. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like maybe maybe like he's he's in the chair, right? Like at the office chair, and he reaches his foot up to pull out the Stogie and Ash.
0: Mm hmm. Oh, <laughs> All right. This might have to happen soon.
2: Someone goes in. Hey, nice monkey suit. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Yeah, I figured that was
2: coming. All right.
1: Everybody boo him.
2: I'll give you
0: a second to do Get on the stuff. Discord and boo him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
2: Hey, while you're there, grab that discount code. There you go.
0: <laughs>
2: Alright, last question from Srog Day. And again, Srog Day, thank you for sending these in. Have you ever played a skin dancer or involved them in your game as anything other than an antagonist? No. That's a hard no. They shouldn't be anything other than antagonist. They shouldn't be anything
1: other than an antagonist. I mean... There, there's room for that, the enemy of my enemy mm-hmm. kind of stuff. That's fine. But I, I hear this every now and then about, you know, skin dancers as pals. You that know doesn't
2: I, make any sense. I've, I've
1: heard people suggest that maybe they'll be playable in Werewolf 5. Uh-oh. And I reject this so fucking severely, I think I just lost the use of my legs.
2: <laughs> because if, I mean, that's a skin that How essentially How can
0: you play is... something that could be wearing the pelt of your packmate?
1: Exactly. That's what I'm... Oh,
0: how, how how? can you be friends with that? Right. That should enrage you every time you see him.
1: It's like, oh, hey, you look like my uncle. Because half of your face is...
0: And <laughs> what yeah, yeah, would not make you want to kill him? Right. And like, under what
1: circumstance do you not murder that thing? Even on principle. Right. Because it, it, it may not be your best friend whose face he's using, or whose pelt he stitched together, but it's, you know what? It's somebody else's.
2: And wouldn't that just make that whoever's playing the skin dancer or whoever the skin dancer
1: is more susceptible to worm and corruption? Oh, certainly. I mean, you know, the spirits, if I recall correctly, generally reject the shit out of them. You know, um, Minotaur has taken them on as a totem, which I guess legitimizes them as a tribe, and that's all well and good, but there's no spin on this that makes it a good thing, you know? Um, I mean, you could make the argument, well, what if, you know, like the Garou about to die were to sacrifice himself for that? I don't buy that. No, you know it, it's how many Garu die of old age for starters?
2: <laughs> um,
1: zero.
0: It's, it's not <laughs> Probably a,
1: it's not a big number. I don't know. <laughs> you know, so to make that decision, and again, that's that's five, mm-hmm. and that's that's allegedly pristine hides in the first place for the right.
2: Oh wow! Okay,
1: to make one that's largely rejected by Gaia in the first place, spitting on Gaia's face. So no, nah, no. Nah. You know, uh, I have used skin, data. you know, I had, um, and I'm not doing it this time around so I can talk about it with you guys here. Right. Was the tale of Ted Collins, who was a kinfolk at the Sept of the Summer Rain. Yes. Who is the, um, the cousin of Thramaka Moonshine from the Wrangler's Pack. <laughs> That's a little inside for some of our patrons. Very good. go. <laughs> and that was a fun thing because, you know, Ted is very much like a hillbilly. <laughs>
2: yes, he is. And he, like,
1: <laughs> super tries too hard.
2: To, to be friends with everyone. Yeah, just,
1: yeah. You know, so he's like always, oh, he's the guy who stands too close and gets a little too personal and is, stop, you're creeping me out. Okay. The idea was, is, you know, is not all kinfolk treated well. So obviously he started to go down that path. Mm-hmm. And the, the pack, this was in the Virginia games with the, the sleight of claw pack. They found out what had happened because the Wrangler's pack had gone missing for a while. Well, the last time they knew where he was, they were at Cousin Ted's house. So they drive to Ted's house Uh-oh. and Ted's, uh, you know... Ted's truck's gone, but the Rams Jeep is there. Oh. And so they call, and Ted answers. and goes, yeah, I'm in the shower. Would you come over in about a half hour. Hmm.
2: You're in the shower, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, what he was doing was getting rid of the rest of the bodies. Yeah. I mean. But so, so they break into the house, because... Uh, of course. Right. See what's going on, and they see there's a fucking crime scene, and they're digging through his shit, and they find his diary. And so what they learn is he was this guy who had just gone through this terrible divorce down in his home sept in Texas. And life wasn't going too well, so he decided to go make a change. And so he transferred to, to help guard this sept over in Jersey. And he was optimistic about life and how things were going. And, like, he met a girl, a fellow kinfolk there, and he was so enthralled with her, but she was dating a member of the lead guardian pack. And so, like, he hated this guy, and he's like, well, he's just going to beat you. That's what guarder do. And, I mean, he's right, but... <laughs> Well, you know, it's not on purpose. It's sometimes the rage comes to a head. That's a thing that happens. Yeah, no, I'm I'm following you. Is what's going on here? Okay, yeah, and then you know, he's thinking about all the times he's getting picked on by people, and the times that get that asshole get offended or spits in his face or smacks him around, and then the times that like these cubs over here snubbed him and they wouldn't come over. He invited them over for beers. They're 15 years old. Who doesn't want beer? Well, you're too good to watch the demolition derby with me. You piece of shit. And and you just watch his slow decline to where he's just making shit up. That are slights against him. So the ones who are
2: picking on him, he's he's embellishing at that point. And then
1: people who aren't picking on him.
2: And then, yeah, then, yeah embellishing even more.
1: Yeah. And then one day, he meets a guy who knows it right.
2: <sighs>
1: oh, boy. So, I mean, I did that. That was really fun.
2: That's a good thing I have a, have a, a little bit of a relationship with Ted Collins, a, a friendship.
1: It's actually one of the times I made my group cry. I don't blame them. Knowing that, Jesus, man. Well, and they were friends with that pack. Oh, yeah. Oh. That would hurt. Mm. They were friends with the Wranglers.
0: You hurt all of their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very proud of that. He's always proud when he makes his uh, group cry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am. Not like in a mean way, but look, I got players to express that kind of emotion. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
2: yeah I was going to say, I think the emotion part oh, of I know. Story the story is a big deal.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm mean, but... <laughs>
2: All right, so again, thanks, Sir for the questions and uh, solid answers. So next we have Action Penguin. Uh, So I've been wondering if a new storyteller wanted to update their collection of books, what would be the top five essential storyteller books from W20, as well as the top five from previous
1: editions? Okay, Um, I'm going to simplify that. Okay. Uh, Because I think if you, first of all, I don't know if there are five... Must have books in first edition. In fact, I'm going to say there aren't five must have first edition books. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I would say you have to have these five World of Twenty books. And, and while we're at it, you know, you look at the in between the second uh, and revised. If, if you have the one, you don't need the other. You know,
2: like which ones do you mean?
1: Well, like you know, you look at Umbra, right? Mm-hmm. If you have Umbra two or Umbra revised rather, you don't need the previous Umbra book. Okay. most of that book is the same.
2: It was revised for a reason, right?
1: You know, most of book the difference between the books of the worm
3: mm-hmm.
1: until you get to twenty. There's not a whole lot of difference. I mean, there are sections that are just moved over. <laughs> I'm serious. There's there's sections in both of those books that are word for word through the editions. Wow. So let's break it down to let's say just the top five must haves.
0: Okay. W20. Yep.
1: Your core book, obviously, yeah, obviously, and in fact, let's not even count it.
2: Yeah. That. Yeah. Really, it would not even count it, huh? Well, because
0: you, you should just, have that.
2: <laughs> you
1: can't play without a core book. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's
2: fair. And you, and you want sh- the most? have it.
1: Yeah, and you want the most recent core book.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Boom. From there, I'd go probably Storyteller's Guide three, the revised edition. Hmm. Um, that's that's a really good book. Uh, probably number twenty.
2: Yeah, that's a it's a solid one too. We've had to use that one
1: a lot, yeah. especially Worm, recently. Worm twenty. Okay. Probably Access Mundi.
0: Yeah. I agree with that.
1: That's a cool one. And uh, you
0: see, this was storyteller,
1: not player. Correct. So not players guide. Yeah, I
0: was gonna say players guide's not making that. No,
1: nope, players guide's not gonna make that list. Now, what do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Um
0: You said Book of the Worm, you said Nexus Moon Day. Yeah. Moon Day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean
2: unless you wanna count like the Book of Auspices. Book of o- o-
1: Book of Auspices, There okay.
2: you go. Did I not see Book of Auspices? No, you didn't. No. Book of Auspices, there yeah, you go. that's
0: definitely one. I didn't even think about that book either.
2: <laughs> yes. I was thinking of doing tribe books, but you could probably count those as one. Get all the tribes. No.
0: No. That is... That's many, many books.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of books. And again, as a storyteller now, nah, you don't need it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, players absolutely, but storyteller now.
0: Nah. Yeah, oh. you get a little bit out of, out of the storyteller's guide anyway. Yeah, and
1: in fact, I might replace, if we're talking just player or storytellers not players... So I out of auspices for uh, Guardians of the Cairns.
0: Mm,
2: yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Again, so, we've had to use that one a lot too. Yeah.
1: So Umbra twenty, Guardians of the Cairns, Book of the Worm twenty, Book of Auspices. We book,
0: not Book of we, Auspices. We just, just retcon that.
1: How are we? Conf- we were just saying these things.
0: <sighs> I think we'll figure it out. <laughs> I think they heard it. <laughs> Definitely got it. <laughs> oh, Storyteller's Guide. It's Storyteller's three. Storyteller's three, Umbra. Umbra 20, 20, Worm 20, Guardians of the Cairns. Guardians of the Cairns. What was that fifth? Book of Hospices. No, we... we, Danny, took... we Stop just... it. We took that out. <laughs> <laughs> we took Sorry. that out for Guardians.
1: Okay. Oh, we... good. So, okay. So that's going to be Book of the Worm 20. It's going to be Umbra 20.
0: Storyteller's Guide 3.
1: Storyteller's Guide 3. Access Mundi and Guardians of the Cairns. Okay. There's your top five. That's what I'd say. The top five for your a storytellers, good top five. specifically for yeah. storytellers.
0: That's okay, a good top five though. No, oh, those awesome. are those are some really deep knowledge books.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, next part of the question: What exactly are the Rage Across books?
1: Okay. Uh, well, the Rage Across books; those are they're kind of guides to a particular region. You know, they've they've done the, those books throughout all the editions, mm-hmm. and so well, we've seen
2: quite a few of them. Yeah, Rage what? Across New York, Rage Across Amazon.
1: Yeah, Appalachia, Australia, uh, Russia. World of Rage, Rage across the world. There, Rage across the internet. Isn't that a book? But yeah, that's
2: <laughs> no, the I'm best not, one. I'm cheering. Let's, for let's that get one.
0: writing. <laughs> I'm cheering. That's oh, all.
1: Boy, yeah, that's fair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> great. I was going to make a comment at the start. We've wrote books.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, those are those books feature particular areas. And depending on the edition, some lead more toward, um, here's a narrative you can tell. Okay. In some cases, like Rage New York, there's a borderline book game.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, like they they have a
1: story they want you to tell, and here's how to tell it. Oh. And then you get something like, um, say, Rage Australia, Mm -hmm. which is more a guide to the region and what's there. Rage Across Appalachia is more the same way, although there's a little follow-up plot here as well. And it gets, the further you get from the first edition, the more it's... Here's information to do whatever you want. Here's your sandbox to play in, as opposed to, you should tell this story, guys.
2: So it's, instead of, you should tell this story, the further it goes out, it's, if you were to tell a story, this is what you
1: should use. No, it's, here are just tools, and do whatever the fuck you want. Well, that's,
0: yeah, that makes more sense It's not not like, here's the plot hook, it's, here's what you could make a plot hook out of. You know,
1: like, you have something like Rage Across the Mm Heavens, which I almost forgot about until right now. (laughs) That's a really good one, though. Is it? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's the book that introduces Amphelios and the Metis Child. Right. You know, it's also the book that talks about some of the planetary characters. So there's some interesting things there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then you have like a world of rage, or rage across the world, which give you, s- this is what's going on on the planet. It's the-
0: broad strokes, kind
1: of. Yeah, they're like travel logs. Okay. You know, like they talk about the, the events of the Shadow Curtain, which is a, we're going to do that episode. Like, definitely, I want to do an episode just about what happened behind the Shadow Curtain. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, or the weekend. It's good because I don't
0: know anything about it.
1: So there you go. You know, the weekend nightmare, shit like that. Uh, the one, the one for Werewolf Twenty. And I'm the worst. I don't remember if it's a World of Rage or Rage Across the World. I always <laughs> get them confused. <laughs> but how dare you name books? them so similar? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is way too similar.
1: Right. One's got the Margrave on the front. One's a W20 book.
0: It's almost like a recent read. <clears throat> Don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> Never have.
1: <laughs> There's not a problem with naming a character Reese and naming a character Reed. Becomes Until a you put them in the count. same pack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now it's a problem. I did not think that through. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> no, he both <balls> sufficiently busted. <laughs> Good job, Tom. <laughs> nice. The, the World 21, though, like I I really like that one. It's it's formed more like a travel log than the others okay of a particular Garou wandering the planet. And here's what I've seen here. Here's an interesting thing here. So you can just pick that up and run with it. Oh,
2: cool. All right. Then more from Action Penguin. Is there any books out there that collect all the canyon locations all into one book? Or is that kind of like a uh, gotta collect them all situation?
1: No, it's a Pokemon situation.
0: <laughs> um, this is hashtag not sponsored. And not
1: uh, at all. The oh, gold Bulbasaur. <laughs> <laughs> um, who said that? Why do I know a Pokemon? Uh,
2: um, I think someone used Squirtle in the Discord the other day, so <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me.
1: Uh, no, here's the thing. This this actually is always kind of stuck in my craw a bit is there isn't a dedicated book listing all the major cairns in the world there is the cairn book places of power uh-huh. and that lists and the uh, the major cairns per tribe okay this is to say one from each tribe and that's all that book is except the the back is a little kitsune right up where i think they got bored and quit halfway through so, literally, I think so. It didn't feel it I, fell
0: off quite hard. Yeah, it okay. fell off pretty hard. I think so it I just think, ends. Yeah, I think meeting. it was
1: rushed is what happened. Okay. Like in the real world. We got to
0: get this to editing now. Right. Yeah. But
1: but it's funnier to say they just got bored and quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about me not like it sooner. Uh, <laughs> but there there's a couple asterisks in that Cairn book, which is a problem. Um, For one, the the main Bone Narcan they chose was DC, which, Danny, you played a game Mm -hmm. working out of The Scepter of the Awakening. But the reason it's that is because in the second edition core book, they cover The Scepter of the Green. Uh, So if you want to get the info on The Scepter of the Green, you need core book two.
0: uh, Oh, yeah. Which
1: isn't a problem when you were playing in second edition.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but gotta catch them all.
1: (laughs) <laughs> um, ridiculous <laughs> the the other two that really grind my gears are the uh, glass walkers and shadow lords because they put the main glass walker cairn in China, so it's the and I've butchered this already sorry, the Bola Jui, Jui. sure it they're they're Hengioka. they're not glass walkers, and it's the same with the shadow lords as they chose Japan instead of the sept of the night sky, so they have to introduce the Haken and the Hengiokai. but they're not. I know. Those aren't part of the nation
0: But did they do that as a writing aspect to segue into the Hengiokai?
1: Probably. I believe the Hengiokai wasn't... I, I don't know this, but I believe Hengiokai was kind of...
0: Well, thrown in 2nd edition.
1: You came in 2nd edition, so I'm so sure I that book see, was coming yeah,
0: nearby. Yeah, I can see that be why they wrote it, maybe. And a,
1: frankly, I'm not entirely sure that the Margrave existed yet in 2nd edition.
0: Okay. Now, he had sure to. No, he it. had to.
1: He was. He's in the back cover of the 2nd edition of the tri-book. So now he was there. But I guess he wasn't... I, I don't know what.
2: Maybe it, he wasn't in power yet or something? Well, he was in power. Okay.
1: But for some reason they chose that instead of the Margraves. Cairn, you know? And again, maybe it was to help seg- segue into Henkiyokai, but he, they're not part of the nation. Right. So I, I feel like those missed opportunities. And the same with the, the, um, the Glass Walkers is we couldn't do Chicago. I mean, that doesn't sound like a they, they, you know, they, they gave LA, uh, San Francisco to the, the German guy. Makes perfect sense.
0: Ooh, about LA? I mean,
1: L.A. But, but you're already on that coast. Right, yeah, So if you true. didn't want to use yeah. the coast, that's fine. Use Chicago.
0: Chicago would have worked. Gangsters,
1: corruption, big city. Oh, that's Come exactly on. what I was thinking. Yeah. That's I, exactly what I was thinking. If New that's, Orleans. If that's not the hub of... <laughs> if Chicago's not the hub of the Glasswalkers, like their they're, they're seat of power, it certainly should be. That'd be a great fucking setting. You mm-hmm. know? Come on but they didn't. Also, uh, a morning kill, his care in the scepter, the Northeastern Protectorate. I don't think that's detailed anywhere. It's barely mentioned. I remember I, I remember I spent like a day and a half looking for the name of the damned thing.
3: Wow. Holy crap.
1: The seat of power, the silver fangs in America is not listed. Good job. You, you know, where is it? I don't know. I, I have never found details on it. Maybe, maybe it's in a book or two that I happen to not have. I doubt it. Maybe I missed it somewhere. It's possible. But I had to hunt just for the damn name.
2: Yeah, and if you have to hunt that much, I mean, you have almost everything. Yeah. Y- and you have to hunt for it. Y- you think something of that, significant, of that significance would be a little bit more detailed in...
1: Kind of my thing. Wow. So, yeah, the Cairns book will, will give you some, you know, but there, there are Cairns detailed all over the place in other books. So it's a little bit of a... And I mean, you want to get all the books anyway. Yeah, especially for your completionists. You know,
0: gotta catch them all.
1: Even if the even, <laughs> even if information is outdated, there there can be something you can grab from it. You know, yeah, it's not.
0: Oh, they're all useful. Yeah, it?
1: like the new edition overwrites the shit from the old edition. Absolutely, but it doesn't mean there are things you can use. And come on, why not?
0: I can see just, it. Just more lore for werewolf, right? I mean, get them print on
1: demand. You know, go to go to drive through RPG. Use our affiliate link on our homepage. Certainly, please. But yeah. you know. Get a PDF copy or print on a man and, yeah, have all that information. Why not have it all?
2: It's only going to help.
1: Right. Um, I know there is a resource out there that lists all the Cairns. Um, like it's a fan-made resource. Okay. Uh, but it also lists people's homebrew stuff.
2: Well, so you can kind of add to it yourself?
1: I, I think you can add to it yourself. It's like a uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, it, it's it's a big, you know, it, it, it's, it's impressive.
2: Oh, like, I'm sure but, all that information put on there, sure, it's impressive, but like, but your I, game is not going to be the same as my game.
1: Right, and the thing I would shy, I'm not naysaying it because it's a, it's a hell of a project, you know. don't get me wrong, but when you have everybody or let's say 30 different storytellers collaborating on this thing right. to put their homebrew canes in along with the ones that have been listed in any sort of official source. Yeah, how, all how of are a you sudden, able
2: to tell the difference between what's really an official source and what's someone's... Head cannon. And if
1: you're using it all, then suddenly the Garo aren't really outnumbered anymore, are they? Right. <laughs> there's I a Cairn every 20 that. feet. There's
0: Cairns <laughs> everywhere. You've got Cairns on top of Cairns. Right. So...
2: <laughs> no, I can see it. In, like, yeah, like Detroit,
1: I said, yeah, there's 15 Cairns on this street. <laughs> <laughs> on this street? <laughs> well, a good place is a good place, right?
2: Yeah, well, Detroit being the hub.
1: I yeah. just used an example.
2: No, no, like But when I say, because people don't know that, but, like, Detroit is built like a hub. So it's all the streets spreading out like a a car web. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe
1: Belle Isle's a good place for a cairn. That'd be cool. It's a a, place for a cairn. But because of that, it's an obvious place. Mm -hmm. So any storyteller going to put a a cairn in the area is going to pick Belle Isle. All of a sudden you have eight cairns in that same spot. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that because they're individual games. What I'm saying is it confuses the issue if you have that big resource like
2: that. Yes. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like how can you start being able to differentiate the, the official from the headcanon? So
1: Again, it's, it's a resource and I if it's not linked in our forums, it should be, and I will look to fix that, but
2: Okay. So buyer
1: beware, I guess. And not, you know, again, hell of a project, but
2: Yeah, impressive nevertheless.
1: Yeah. Yeah, not not naysaying,
2: but Okay. So that's going to help because I can segue into the next question here. And I made a promise. So, Ball, here we go. This one you know, we told you we had.
1: Oh. We were waiting for the answer. And right. we just
2: forgot to look it up the one time and now uh, we saved it
1: for here. I think we didn't want to look it up the one time and then I <laughs> forgot about it entirely.
0: It's <laughs> ten episodes later, probably. <laughs> yeah, <so we laughs> I think decided, that's how that happened. Yeah,
2: but we we ultimately decided it was a junk drawer question. That's so. the
0: excuse.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Still happening. Ghostbaw wants to know the appropriate amount of Gnosis donation per Cairn and each of their levels.
1: Oh, like to to keep it...
2: Okay. Running, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. Um. Well, there is a chart. Yep. In Player's Guide 3. Yes. Player's Guide to Garu. Yep. Yeah. It's revised, which 3rd edition. shut up. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: It's a good book to have.
1: Yeah, no, it, it's a good book. um You know, if we were doing the five books, mm. the players, it'd yeah, be on there. that's that's <laughs> <a> number one. <laughs> so
2: the chart is
1: yeah, there there is a chart one oh nine. Oh, Danny's wow. got numbers. Yep, Danny did homework.
2: I did that a little bit. Well, again, I made the promise for Ghost Paw. No, we good, had the answer. No, no, no,
1: no, good on you. Good on you. I'm gonna say, and this is this is my rule of thumb. Yes, because I don't. Know if it says it in the chart, and I don't remember. I just know that there is a chart. Yeah. But my rule of thumb is one gnosis per character per level of the cairn. So, like, if there are 10 garu present in a level one cairn at the mood, it's going to take, you know, 10 gnosis total, one from everybody there to, you know, maintain. To keep going for how,
2: and how often? Well, on a
1: moot, so that's, you know, on the monthly.
2: Okay.
1: I should say on a monthly moot, not, you know, because there's other moods pop up.
2: Yeah. You got any other possible, uh, examples for that? Not really?
1: Well, not really. I mean, you know, your mileage varies as it, as it ranks up. So, you know, I might one per member mm-hmm. per level of the Cairn.
0: I'm thinking that...
2: I'm thinking if he scales up the, the Cairn, maybe.
0: Well, yeah, if you scale up the Cairn, it's going to be higher rank because every rank has a different amount of Garu that should be placed in it.
1: Theoretically, yeah. Because it's going to take a certain amount of gnosis I keep to keep that Cairn at that level. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to keep in mind if you have a level five of Cairn, right, level four Cairn. Either way, yeah. Yeah. All right, and you have six Garu there. Yeah, oh boy. That thing is slowly going to weaken in power. hmm It will become a level one Kairn. That's that's not good. So, you know, you keep that, you know, you keep that. And again, that's my rule of thumb number, you know, as a requirement. You know, so if you can't keep that level for whatever reason, you know, that's when you start to lose. You run into the potential of that Kairn losing power. And I, I always said, well, how do you do that if it's one per person? Right, but let's say that one per person equals 15, okay? Sure. And a pack dies. The king still needs that 15.
2: Oh, okay, so I
1: got you now. Yeah, I I link it to the number at the time, you know? So if someone's gone, that's got to be made up for or. Uh, Yeah. And you you follow me? Yes. Okay. Because again, start giving up more gnosis. Right. Yeah, you got to make up for what's not there. Mm -hmm.
2: Thank you. I was trying to find a way to say it. You guys (laughs) said it better. Thank you. There we go. Excellent. Teamwork makes the dream work.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. All
2: right. <laughs> Ghostball's got a couple more, I'm gonna hold off on those. Okay.
0: Oh, we'll get to you.
1: <laughs> but like this episode or in yes. another six months. <laughs> oh, oh. That's that's kind oh, of a that dig of mean. Dude. I know, that's why I'm asking.
2: So that's, that's a dig at yourself, man. I know.
1: <laughs> I was here.
0: <laughs> All right. This one's from Charybdis. I don't know. Our apple polishing champion. That guy. Yep, yeah, that guy. <laughs> the
1: mad German.
2: <laughs> is that a new name for him? Why not? Okay. <laughs> he
0: got so many. <laughs> he
2: says, How about who the auspices between the tribes fulfill their duty? Like, how different is an Actina Thurge from a Shadowlord Thurge?
1: Oh, I wrote that question down, huh? Yep.
2: Mm. And uh, what's that the math? You hate that
1: question. I hate that question. Why? I have heard this question a lot. Yeah, this comes up a of lot people. on Discord. This yes. comes up in fan mail every now and then.
2: This comes—I've seen it on Facebook. Yeah, and, and
1: again, don't don't shy away from sending that mail in. We love getting that mail. I unless it gets lost in the sea of spam, I personally respond to them. I, you, anyway. yeah, it's it's
2: it's each of the auspices and how the different tribes.
0: Yeah, how they handle that How they're job. handled. And
1: that's, first of all, that's a, it's a really broad topic.
0: Very broad and in-depth. Yeah. You can get very in-depth. And I'm not going to do that right now. Because you'd be digging through each tribe, and it, it's that would take... Suddenly so that, that could be a two-episode right there. Exactly.
1: That, that's not only its own show. That might be its own. But <laughs> <laughs> the thing I hate about that question is because it balls up everyone in a tribe as if they're a certain way. Like, there's a script that has to be followed. And and I I have always rejected that because while while you're of a tribe you you get the tribal background you, you're taught things a certain way absolutely you're still your character yeah play and the it, character right and it's it's up to who that character is if if he wants to follow stringent lines of if a spirit's being difficult use force or try to trick it
2: or. You know, and would and would that depend on the tribe? It, it it certainly it, would. It, it could, but it, it, it more depends on the
1: character and, and who's teaching the character.
0: Yeah, that too. Oh yeah, that's a big one. You
1: know, Whiplash is going to tell you hit it with a hammer, and if that doesn't work, get a bigger hammer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> get fashion, Yeah, that's
1: my favorite answer.
0: Well, thank you. <laughs> you know,
1: Jude's going to tell you and none of these are Thersites, but <laughs> Jude's going to tell you to tell this to get the spirit. Make the spirit want to want to help you. Make it the spirit's idea. Right, convince
2: it that it was his idea. Yeah, yeah. You know, how about Sekhmet, Who is a thursh
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sekhmet's just that good. He's just, he doesn't. What do you mean the spirit's not going to do it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> ridiculous. The spirit knows his name.
1: Just just have your shit together. That's all you need to do. <laughs>
0: He's a rock star. The spirit knows his name. Like, well done. most arrogant character ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, you know what, though? That helped because that's just showing the examples of the characters, right? not their tribes.
1: No, absolutely. And I mean, even then you would look to, and, and I'm, I'm leaning Thurge here, mm-hmm. obviously. Because well, it, I think
2: it's easier to help with that kind of thing, especially with the uh,
1: spirits. Right. It's so varied. To where like, you know, an is, you know, learn your, learn your fucking strategy and hit things hard. Sounds I'm correct. not downplaying the around, but can you read? Can you read the art of war? Got it. <laughs> can, can you learn about strategy? Yes, you can. You're going to learn. You're, I mean, you have the same shelf of books, if you will, to pick from. Right. You know, but with the spirit world and with how spirits work, I mean, how many, how many gifts have you seen that is, is taught by a, you know, this spirit or that spirit or this spirit? It gives oh, a couple of options. almost all of them. Right. And so the type of spirit you might be inclined to summon might be based on a tribe. Okay, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, here's Leap, for example. You know, used to be called Leap of the Kangaroo. Why? You can learn it from either spirit. But if you're a, if you're part of the Actana living down in Australia, which version are you going to call? Right. You know, while the Child of Gaia over, you know, over at Frisco is probably going to call the Rabbit. uh uh-huh. So, I mean, there's even that type of shit, to, you know, to factor in. It, it's... It's really dense, and there's I think that might be the worthier part as to how you go about it. You know, because you go, well, get a Fenris, don't they bully the spirits? Well, some do. Sure, maybe. And some would find that abhorrent. It depends, yeah. yeah, it depends on, on who the character is, on where they were raised in terms of a sept, and, and who taught them. You know, you go back to Aharon for a second, and, and you know we talk a bit about our games, is you know, you guys came up, and you guys had adventures before that, but you came up with a sept of the summer and right under whiplash. Yes. Igaru, who, while we make jokes about him being a total meathead... Is a total meathead. <laughs> no, he was trained to think.
2: Behind the scenes. And, and to our faces, he's the meathead. Well, behind the scenes, he's... He's yeah, he's, he's, he's extremely
0: he's strategic.
1: Strategic, exactly. Yes. Like, yeah, there's a difference between him playing his role as a, the pseudo-drill instructor... Right. ...and doing his job as an Aharon. Yeah, he was trained to think. hmm You know, which is not something I'll get a Fenris or taught. And by contrast, you have a Sven Skullsplitter over at the Scepter of the Sentinel who teaches them not to think and to smash harder. <laughs> you know?
2: Do as I say because I said it.
1: <laughs> right. Makes phenomenal shock troops. You know, great pawns. Yep. That's it.
0: <laughs> Good job. Thank you, Sven.
1: <laughs> you know? Because so I think,
0: you know... You could... It is such a broad question. Yeah. It really is. And I, like you said, we would have to deep dive into each tribe. and
2: We are planning on it. Because we'll do a a part two of each of the tribes. we just got to make it through the first set first. And
1: it's going to be a different angle when we do that. It's going to be a very different thing, and we need to lock down a format on that. something we're going to enjoy, and that's something we're we're going to be stuck having to do.
0: (laughs) We're going to script. What? We're not going to script. That's not going to
1: happen. We're going to outline it absolute best. But (laughs) we we, want to figure out a way to do that that doesn't make us go, I don't want to do this one. (laughs) That happens. That happens sometimes. (laughs)
2: All right. Then I guess we can kind of push forward from there. Yeah, this. <laughs> now we have another one. Unfortunately, it wasn't written down who this one was from because we've had this one for a while.
1: That happens. But um, we're very irresponsible. Yeah,
2: that's fine. Uh, hey, but we're answering them at
1: least. I know. Yes. Yeah, right.
2: So if you if you sent this one in, thank you.
1: The, thank you, whoever wrote the thing. We put a note down that was under a pile of junk mail in my living room. <laughs> At least it didn't get lost. That might be accurate. You don't know. <laughs>
2: Probably. Uh, who are some of your favorite meta-plot characters? That's fun. All right. And and who do you think has more significance?
0: Well, that's... Uh, well, I mean, that depends on what kind of story you're writing.
1: Yeah, that's going to be the diplomatic answer. That depends okay. on the story you're writing. But, I mean, obviously, like, King Albrecht is more significant than Fengi.
0: <laughs> I don't even know who Fengi is. There you
1: go. Yes, you've met him. Uh, Scepter the Green can't shut up.
0: Oh, I was, gonna, right. say, I was yep. gonna
1: say,
2: I, I'm pretty sure I yeah, know it is.
0: Paper
1: active, yeah. annoying motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mother Larissa, absolutely Bring it up Scepter the Green. She's well, I mean, definitely super important. She's an no. elder, right?
1: But I mean, there you go. You know, you look at ranks, you look at elders, and the importance mm-hmm. aside from how you want to talk about this. Yeah, there's plenty of really cool meta characters. Mother Larissa, she's a badass. Mm-hmm. I love her, um, I love her rage card.
0: Oh, no. yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's so weird
3: looking.
1: Well, because if you look at, uh, she's in W20 mm-hmm. in the comic there. And they made her look more real, like a real human being would look. Oh. And not like the antagonist from Hansel and Gretel.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the Rage Cards makes her look. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah I love that Rage Card version, though, because it looks like she eats children on the reg. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> it's,
1: it's super cool. I, if,
0: if you guys haven't seen it, go look it up. Oh yeah, just I, Google image it; it'll pop right up. I
1: unironically love that picture. I'm not fucking around. No, I love
0: it. It's funny. In, in um, the digital deck, I think I have her as one of my pack. She, it's just I had to because of, like she looks so ridiculous. <laughs> but see,
2: like,
3: I <laughs> and mean, she's, I
0: she's
2: do... a great card too, though.
1: Yeah, she's a badass. I mean, again,
2: that's an elder, yeah. so you would imagine that she's got some cool.
1: Shit to do. Well, and and when you say older too, she's like ninety something. So she's seen her shit. She's got a grand clave hidden somewhere. I don't know. I I don't think she it's hidden so much as she forgot where it is. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) But
0: that's just me. It's by the stove where she goes and cooks the kids.
1: (laughs) Right, only like that's not there anymore because we're in Central Park, so she put it by the tree. Good luck. Exactly. I think that's what <laughs> happened, honestly. Someone but
2: just picked it up and found it. It's <laughs> someone saved this. We're going to need it eventually. Or it's in the in the water
0: in the lake,
1: you know. <laughs> but yeah, you have yeah, I mean even go back to you've got Shaky Mac mm-hmm. over at the side of the green mm-hmm. too, who's someone I fucking love. I <laughs> Another love, good rage card. Yeah, he is. And that's where I first discovered him.
0: Mhm. You know, Me it was a rage
1: card. It's awesome art. And then he's just the funny thing is, is in the early days. Yeah. I accidentally played him like Fengi. Oh. I like in my brain swapped the personalities and, and Shaky Mac is a miserable, bitter, angry <laughs> son of a bitch all the time. So like I couldn't have done that worse. <laughs> oh man. I just I love that guy. He's just the most miserable prick. Um but obviously you've got The Margrave. The fucking the Margrave. Yeah. You know? It was like Jackie Gecko who's down in um, Australia.
2: Oh, that was, that was a cool one, too. I remember yeah. reading that one. I should
1: like that guy. Bjorn um, Blood Name. from Stone is another one. That was one that the, the Rage Card had me fascinated with. And then, of course, Warriors of the Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. That book was published. And that details all the characters in the first edition of the Rage Card game. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I think it covers some Umbra stuff, too. But it, it covers all those characters. Like, it gives the stats, and the backgrounds, and all that shit. Oh, so cool. you can integrate them, yeah. Hmm. And Bjorn bruv Blood from Stone. Yeah, you've seen that card. Mm-hmm. He's the Metis with the arm that's like massive. I've seen it, yep. <laughs> oh, the guy's awesome looking. And it's what a great name, too. So, gold, uh, yeah. cool, cool things first. Yeah. Leader of the War of the Amazon. Yep. And his number two, Crick Rum Wrangler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> rum Wrangler. That's a name. Right? It's a I... mouthful, too.
1: <laughs> like, you gotta be careful with that. <laughs> rum, 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 rum. <laughs> You can easily, easily can trip over that name. Yeah, yeah I, th- I th- th- that think one's a the, trap.
0: the
2: significance of him being... Is he's a Bonar, he's yeah. He's a Bonar. He's, he's Under Gogol. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's Gogol sees a Bonar. You there. You're yeah. My, you're my number
0: one. Yeah. Uh, that is saying something. Yeah. I, I think that's really cool.
2: And, and that's not picking on Bonars. We're going off the lore of the game here. No, right. <laughs> I
1: mean, they're usually... They're, they're eating shit. <laughs> right. So, to, to be in that position... You know, that's that guy earned his shit. That's that's a badass. Agreed. You know, I don't want to say he's more badass than Goku because that's no, but <laughs> but he's up there for him to have earned that position. Kruger Wormfo? <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: Why just, not?
0: Just because? Why not? Well, just because. I mean, we brought it up, up way too much. You have to.
2: That, I mean, you know what? I didn't have it written down, but I'm sure. It was someone's question. Why is that one brought up so much? No, that
1: is someone's question. I don't remember who it is, but yeah, yeah, Credit worm from the death bear. <laughs> <laughs> we brought that one up almost. Well, uh, first of all, it's it's a Legends of the Gauntlet. Yep, uh, it's one of the stories in the you know in the revised books, and I, I bring it up so much. A because it's the story from the Storytellers Handbook, Storytellers Three, mm-hmm. and I'm in that book a lot. So I'm always seeing that, you know, it's the, it's the first thing in the it book. To say it's <laughs> first, the first story, <laughs> Yeah. So I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a pretty memorable title. Yes. And then the subject matter is great because it is a, a version.
2: Of the start of Warbridge. Yes.
1: And it is a potential jumping off point for that. And, you know, if, if it's a true story, because it could be, it could not be as the nation, as things go. Mm-hmm. It certainly wasn't the one thing.
2: No, but it's a. But split.
1: it could have been the last straw. Or it, the first one. <laughs> or the first one. Or the straw that made this section of it jump off. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. But even in the context of the story itself, it was a very controversial tale to be told in the story itself. Right. So, Cracker right. Worm from the Death Bear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Any other meta plot characters you can think of? Well, I mean, there's plenty. Which, yeah, obviously, there's a ton, but like ones that you think there's are significant for bringing up.
1: I uh, would Mamu or the Red Talons. Okay. You know he's down there in Australia too. So yeah. He has a badass, teeth of titanium.
2: Yeah. Oh, that
0: because I remember that rage card too. That was <laughs> fucking
1: cool. Fucking robot Krynos. <laughs>
0: So you got Morning Kill and Albrecht. Those two, obviously. Yeah, And if you're talking that's Albrecht. That's super significant.
1: Right? If you're talking Albrecht, you're talking Mari and Evan, who I think are vastly cooler than Albrecht.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I don't like. He's got main character syndrome. I don't like him. He's the best because he's the main character of the 90s and he had a trench coat.
0: Oh.
1: He's the gambit of Werewolf the Apocalypse. <laughs>
0: he's got a point. And, and that's one I thing that what, always. I, hate I, you I don't know for if that. it's ever. <laughs> If it's written, like, how does that silver crown even go around?
1: Well, I mean, it's fused to... Oh, you mean how it gets passed on? Yeah,
0: how does it get passed on? It's fused to a, a, the skull, so do they have to, like, rip it off of the dead body?
1: Well, it, it kind of doesn't get passed around. You know, when that happened, it happened in the novel The Silver Crown. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Bill Bridges, by the way. It's a, it's, a, it's a pretty cool story. Yeah. And it brings up Arcady, who's another one that I'm a big fan of. He's seen that rage card, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, that's where Morning Kill died. Mm-hmm. And it was the, who's going to be his heir. And you had Arkady came over from Russia, um, who was going to take the seat. And so, Albrecht comes out of exile to go, no, he's my grandfather, fuck off. <laughs> you know, they duel. Arkady cheats and wins. Um, he was a little wormed up. Oh. Yeah.
2: Like, on purpose?
1: Yeah, he was a little wormed up. Not a lot wormed up, but a little wormed up.
2: Just enough to win.
1: They had a bane trip, Albert, during the fight. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he, wow. he was dealing with some spirals. Wasn't a spiral, but was a little wormed up. And which led to them going, you know, Albrecht and his pack trying to find this legendary fetish of the Silver Crown that whoever wore it command, can command all Garu. Not I'm in charge because I'm wearing it, but because I'm wearing it, I can tell you to start hitting yourself until you die, and you just have to do that. Oh wow! Yeah, you are compelled by the fetish itself. So That's they go, with a this, hell of a and fetish. obviously the <laughs> fetish chooses you, right? If you are not, there's trials to go through, and if you're not worthy, it just melts you when you put it on. Fun. So you're just like Gibbs and... Gross. Yeah.
0: Like a, so like obviously puddle. when the user dies, it removes itself then. Yeah. Okay. And that then, makes a little more sense. Right. It's like it's fused to the skull. Does it unfuse itself? I was always confused with that.
1: And then when that's over, you know, uh, who does it go to next? I don't You want to put it on?
0: No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not taking that chance. Sorry. Oh, God. No, that
1: said, uh, to be clear, um, Elbreak did remove that power. The you-do-whatever-I-say power.
2: How, how do you do that?
1: Well, I mean, he gave some final orders to some spirals.
3: Oh, okay. Like, go back
1: to your hive and kill everyone there, and if the last one's left, fight each other to death, and then the winner commits suicide. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, Should have done it for
3: all the spirals. And
1: right? then he gave the order that no one has to follow the crown anymore. Oh. I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. Okay. You know, from now on, you are not mystically compelled to do whatever I say. That's an order.
2: Hmm. Hopefully he waited till the spirals did their thing yeah, first.
1: He gave them an order. It's fine. <laughs> but that's you know that was um, Cliff's Notes. That's the Silver Crown. <laughs> Cliff Notes.
2: We'll talk about it again soon. I don't
1: know that we will, but <laughs> that, that is. <laughs> but it's worth a read if you can get your hands on the book for sure. Okay. Even though I kind of look, look, he has the crown later. So guess what? He did it. You already know. Spoiler mm. alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert.
0: He's got the crown. <laughs> he's,
1: he's got a crown on his head. He's already. He did it. He won.
2: Yay! <laughs> so, so not really meta plot characters here. Or a character, but there are several books who kind of talk about this person. But who is Beowulf? Well, Beowulf—it's
0: <laughs> a, it's a guy who's a wolf.
2: I—I I worded that way on purpose.
1: Yeah, that was thanks. <laughs> what a guy! I know.
0: <laughs> Bus
1: porter, <laughs> right? Beowulf—you um, know—has been called the first story. I don't know how, I, I'm sure that's not accurate, but it's been called that. Mm-hmm. It, it was an ancient poem slash kind of, it was like the first hero. Right. Um, is that related to Werewolf? However. 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 It is a fictional character. Mm-hmm. And this was, this was particularly true during 2nd uh, edition, where the first tribe books were. Okay. So if you're new to the game, bear with me there. There were no 1st edition tribe books. So Tribe Book 1 is a second edition book.
2: Yeah, we're skipping around a little bit on that, but yeah. Well, well I'm just, saying that just to be clear. Just, yeah, so everyone's clear. Yeah, so Follow tribe, along. the
1: Tribe Book 1 uh, in, in that series, there were a couple tribes that claimed Beowulf was one of them. <laughs> uh, the Silverfangs did it. The
2: Get did it. I the think one. the Fianna did it.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure if the Fianna did it. They might have, but the Get absolutely did. And point of fact, he was known to them as Get Slays Grendel. And, um, as Grendel was the first monster Beowulf killed in the, you know, in the story. Mm -hmm. And according to that book, he's the reason they're called to get a Fenris. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) But how is that? They they were the Fetter.
1: You know, they were the Fenner, and then a Fenner slays Grendel comes along and is so badass, the whole tribe renames itself in honor of him.
2: But how does that happen if the Silver Fangs also take You'll, credit
0: for Beowulf?
1: Well, that's crazy, right? <laughs> and, and how many vampire clans take credit for Dracula? Right.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
1: You know, it's it's a big-name hero. Right. You know, he's ours. Um, they cut that shit out for the revised editions.
2: I <laughs> can't imagine why. And I, and I
1: think that's probably for the better. Yeah. I don't think we need to to argue about which people that may or may not have existed may or may not have been a part of a tribe. Let's just throw those deep heads out and concentrate on other stuff.
0: We have an apocalypse looming. Right. Let's let's take care of that.
1: No, Mick Jagger is a Fianna. Shut up. We don't need to have this conversation. Mick Jagger can just be a rolling stone. He, he's a skin dancer. <laughs> Keith Richards, I believe.
2: Fair. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's, uh, yeah. I think I'd be surprised if he wasn't.
1: Let's <laughs> get away from this star-fucking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, boy.
2: All right. Got another one from Ghostpa. Hey,
0: look, we're getting back to him. Yeah.
1: Oh!
2: I saved it. Or did Or did he? Or did he? <laughs> What's the best way to keep track of game notes for a new storyteller? Writing them down,
0: and that's our show.
1: <laughs>
2: um, Porter has
0: a little invention.
1: I, I do, but before we get to that, okay, that might be a bit
0: advanced. <laughs> you think so? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I have always—it's always been the black book. But gotten uh, one of those, you know, um, notebooks. You know, the the three ring or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, usually with the pockets in them. You know, you get the back to school sale or whatever. Yeah. You know.
0: Mm, we love our back to school sales.
1: Right. And so, you know, I'd always have, and it's always been black covered because it's me. So it's it's the black book. And that's where I would do my notes and some of my scripting. You know, anything any need the fly, i keep track of readout in there. That's where your character sheets are right now, point of fact. They're the black it's, book. True. Yeah. You know, why? Because we game here, so no one accidentally leaves their shit somewhere.
0: <laughs> you show up without a character sheet, you are in trouble.
1: I've had it happen over the years. Someone would forget their thing and they'd have to go back home and get it. You know? I did. We have to wait an extra hour because someone can't work fucking dice, you know, I <laughs> or mean, whatever. I,
2: I did it, but I also get here two, three hours earlier. Well, yeah, yeah, no, they
1: weren't even talking about you. <laughs> Gee, I forgot you did that once, but yeah, you know, um, so there's the black book. And that's a great way to keep notes. And if it's, if it's a smaller book, because, you know, notebooks come in all sizes, maybe it's something you can keep on you to jot stuff down at the time. There's this other thing, though, I use, and I've been using this more often. Um, it's called a computar. A, a what? A computar. Oh, oh, explain what that is, please. Um, it, it connects to this inter-information superhighway.
0: Oh! Sounds too weary for me. I know. and it's am oh, There's interested. like a, There's
1: like a typewriter <laughs> that attaches to it. It's got a little TV on it. And so you just clickety-clack, and it, it writes it down like you were using a pencil. Hmm.
3: <laughs>
0: Except cleaner. What an asshole! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But no, it's just you know yeah. Well, when you're gaming, you don't exactly have your computer in front of. No, you. exactly,
1: and that's why you want you want to have the notebook.
0: Yep. And um, even if it's one of those like little, front yeah, even little pocket things, yeah, something little, to
1: jot notes down. Yeah. Um, and you can then, even
0: do it as like key, keywords, so you just brings back the memory of oh, I will yeah, write that down later in the computer.
1: Whatever your system, is. yeah, definitely have keep files on your computer. You know, and even back those up sometimes. You know, two or three different places, because you know, um, you know, I you know, I work at the computer at my day job, mm-hmm. so like I'm always at that stupid box. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's easy for me to just pull up a Word document and go, "Hey, that's a good idea." Save and name it something dumb on the desktop and quit, and you can go back to it later. Okay. Yeah, you know, but yeah, you know, notes and keeping multiple copies, keeping it it's super important. So yeah.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's important for the players. It's important for the storyteller, especially the newer guys, newer storytellers, keep track of as much as you can.
1: And back to the computer thing, too, with uh, that. This is real, a joke. I was <laughs> laughing already. I don't trust yeah, it. No. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not sure either. No, because I saw the joke route. I don't want to take it. All right. Um, no, is do your scripting online. Or not online, but on the, you know, in, in Word or whatever. It, it's, it's cool if you want to write down your scripts, you know, by hand. That's fine. Mm-hmm but you're, you're going to want the typed versions because A, you can print off a new one if something happens, and B, you're, you're going to want them over the years. Yeah. You're just, you're going to want to. There's going to be a point where you're going to want to go back to those old stories and maybe farm for ideas for a new group or see, maybe I can write that better. And so it's great to have those old records.
0: I'm also a big proponent of, I write first and then I go type. So sure. I get to reread it and go through it, reprocess it again and again as yep. you type it out. And then you can fix things that you might have missed, or put in another plot hook that could have been there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, hell, I, I think uh, our patrons are probably thankful that I keep those digital copies, because that's why we have a post-mortem series.
3: Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. You know, if I had just written those down, how easy would it have been for the, the script to get thrown away after a game?
2: Oh, every single time, probably.
1: You know? coffee so so gets spilled on a book, something oh, can happen. No. Yeah. Sucks. So make sure to keep your digital copies, too.
0: Yeah, awesome. Keep them on a flash drive, too. Get that back up. There you go. So,
2: you mentioned the postmortems. You know where those postmortems are coming from? They're coming
1: from Patreon?
0: Exactly. I was, was going to say, they're coming from rage right across the internet? Yeah,
1: like, yeah. We're, like we're doing them. Yeah. They're coming from us, really. Right, yes. <laughs> like to my brain. To Patreon. To patrons. Yes, to patrons. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh. oh that's <laughs> our. Oh, okay. Oh. That's that's
0: our second tier on our Patreon. Yes, okay. It is. He's, he's doing. A thing. Oh. Doing he, a thing he's saying, oh. but it's not doing well. No. Well. Fucking but listen we got next it. Time. All right. So that's our second tier on our Patreon. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> which is super worth it. That's
0: super. Every we've got nothing but positive feedback on that. People are loving it. Yeah.
1: But that's that's actually that's kind of a steal. <laughs>
0: it really is. Oh well.
1: But yeah, I mean that's where it is right now. Yes, yeah, I
2: mean hey, lucky you guys. Yeah, and in,
1: in those postmortems, I mean that's basically an extra episode, month. Yes, and it's where we chronicle the adventures that you guys have had under me as a storyteller. It's a,
2: it's it's such a deep dive into every one, like in each story.
1: Yeah, not only the what happened, but how we feel about it in hindsight, how we felt about it on the day. what yes. was the inspiration behind a thing, if necessary. You know, we we make it, a, we make it a thing.
2: It's a it's a big production for us to do an entire episode just for that.
1: Yeah. But it's so worth it. God's yeah, so I wish more people would do it because yeah. I want I want people to hear these. Yeah. Like I, I wanna just air them, but at the same time we were not gonna do that because we have people paying hard hurt yeah, money if they want to hear these.
2: Exactly. They're they're paying for it. And we want you to hear them too. We we want you guys to become patrons. We wanna be able to give this stuff back. Thank you so much for donating. But this is how we're doing it. This is how we're giving back
1: to you for doing so. Yeah, it's our way of saying thank you, you know. And it's it's that that middle tier there is the postmortems, and we have our, our first our five dollar tier,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which allows you it gives you access the invitation, yeah, I guess to our uh, monthly hangouts <laughs> where we watch uh, something dumb and or fun, sometimes both, sometimes both, sometimes both. most times oh, both, a good time, yeah and uh, you literally
2: know. it's just us all hanging out, yeah. It's such a good time. Everyone's always laughing. It's, you know, we had the the Storyteller Summit episode, and Strides was definitely gushing about it, how it's it's such a good way to be able to hang out, especially right now during these times where you can't always hang out with your friends. So being able to hang out, and look, we got friends from all over the world. Right. (laughs) We really do. So come join us. Come hang out with us. Have fun. And then we got our, our top tier. Which, wow, you are...
0: You're been knocking those out of the park. Well, thank you. Thank you, you are you have crazy for doing so.
1: Yeah, it's it's our NPC of the Month Club, which is where I give you a uh, NPC out of my personal Bible and, you know, serve them up for you. And um, to be clear, it's not just me copying and pasting off of an old file because, you know, there have been a lot of different incarnations of the characters over the years when I reset the world with a new group. Mm-hmm. I make tweaks. Yeah, every time. Every Every time. You know, I might use the same setting, but... None of the stories are the same. No. You know, the there are changes to the NPCs, and to reflect that, I'm grabbing what I would call the ideal version of each character, and so I'm rewriting these every month mm-hmm. is like the ultimate version of them.
2: Which is crazy, because there's some of these NPCs that are in our game, and you have written for some of the previous months of the NPC of the month. Mm-hmm. And like there's some details that I didn't even know about these characters. Oh, because sure. you're you're putting that much into it. And it's like holy crap, man! And you've spent days on
1: these. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes uh...
0: there's a couple you spent like over a week.
1: You know, sometimes uh, writing's hard. Sometimes right? you got to get, blocked.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gotta get you that, that creative there. juice going. Sometimes if it's yeah, not you know there, what? you can't
2: do it. The point is, once you read that write-up, oh, you'll you'll understand the time he's put into it.
0: Oh yeah. That's why he, he always sends them to, to us prior. Yeah, to, and I'm sorry for kissing your ass up. here
2: on this one, but, like, <laughs> I'm excited to read these. I'm really excited for the, the top tier guys to read these too.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I well, you know, if you're part of the Discord, you're part of that tier, you know, I'd bust your balls for feedback, too, because I want to make sure that you guys are happy with the rewards you're getting.
2: Yes, yeah, please let us know if, if you like what you're hearing, if you like what you're reading, you like what you're seeing. Let
1: us know. Yep. Yeah. it's just, again, it's a thing. If you can support us that way, it means the world. And that's our way of thanking you. Yes. You know, and if you can't or don't want to, you know, I mean, we know times are tough. Yeah. And money doesn't grow in the trees. I've tried several (laughs) recipes. It will not work.
0: (laughs) But money's made out of paper and paper's made out of trees. I
1: know. It should be a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Hmm.
0: So we keep planting more trees, and nothing's happening.
1: I've done it with water. I've done it with uh, <laughs> the fucking green beer. I've done it with green Kool Aid. You know, for the da- for the money. You know, because money's green. It doesn't work.
0: <laughs> Only in our country.
1: Well, I don't care about other countries' money. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anything with that.
0: Just got a point. I Fair. Mean, that saying
2: doesn't care about other countries. It doesn't care about other countries' money.
1: I <laughs> think. You give me a ruble or so. What am I going to do with that?
2: Some banks won't even exchange them now, right?
1: <laughs> wow! I'm gonna get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, um, it doesn't. Under- so we know we understand. If you don't have, if you don't have the money, or you don't want to, if, if that's cool. You know, tell, but but please tell your friends. Re- uh, give us the reviews, the five star ratings. You know, yes, uh, there's, it's so
2: weird. It's such a big deal,
1: but it is. But it is. You know, help us reach out to more people.
0: Mm-hmm. Thumbs you know? up, like us, retweet the tweets on Twitter.
1: Yep, and, uh,
0: and all of that matters. It
1: really does. You know, the the more of those we get, the more people we reach, and the more people we reach, hey, the sub gets bigger, our totem gets stronger. Hey, look at that! I, <laughs> I don't know how to take this any further, but. <laughs>
0: We'll need some gnosis later, don't worry. You know,
1: <laughs> it, it helps us, and that would mean the world to us. And hopefully, we're helping you guys and giving something to you that you think is worthwhile. And if you feel that way, please do check in to help us because we can't do it without you.
2: Right. RageCrossTheInternet.com.
1: .com. Well, Tom's too fucking good for this now. Not yet.
2: Now you're too good.
0: Now for you're Tom. too good if for this. It's only because he didn't start it with the HTTP.
1: Ugh,
0: good.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: 1993.
2: Suddenly,
0: yeah, existed
1: then. That's probably too early. That's way too early. (laughs) I'm a little cold. I don't remember what the years mean. But um, I think that about does it for us. Is that a yeah? That's all the questions.
2: So again, everyone who wrote in, thank you so much. Appreciate them all. Keep writing in because if we keep getting these questions, we'll keep doing a junk
1: drawer. Yeah, man, this is this is a weekly show, guys. Yeah. (laughs) So,
0: and if you don't get a response from Porter. Send it again.
1: <laughs> but again, send it to
2: the email because that's the best way we keep track. The yes. easiest way through that. Yep. Unless no. they're
1: in the spam folder. <laughs> <laughs> R- Rage, you know, uh, RageAcrossPodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, if you want to title it Junk Drawer or Questions or whatever, that would help too. Oh, oh, yeah, there, that there would definitely go.
0: help us track it. it.
1: It's the first time we've come up with that. It's been a year. <laughs> so now you know who you're dealing with. <laughs>
0: Uh, People who don't script, right? We're just
1: we're just making this happen somehow. It's hey, and well, somehow it's it was really yeah. Well, hopefully,
2: we're and, entertaining, and, and you know, we haven't been told otherwise. How about that?
1: That's
0: that's really enough for us. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's yeah. well over half the battle.
1: <laughs> so, thank you all so much for listening and and the support you've given and the support hopefully you will give. But uh, that will about do it for us this time. So, on behalf of. Uh, Tom and Danny, and myself here at uh, Scratch Wolf Studios. I want to thank you again. You all take care of each other. And keep howling, and we'll see you next time. Later.
3: Hey, everybody. My name is Chris. And first off, I want to thank you for listening all the way to the end of the episode. And I'm going to thank you on behalf of Porter. I'm here to talk to you today about the Hammer and the Stake, which is a new RPG that I have developed. I have a background in Savage Age. I'm the original developer for Savage Age, and if you've heard any of the episodes about the Half Savage Age, you've probably heard my voice. Big passionate fan of Werewolf: The Apocalypse and the World of Darkness, and now the Hammer and the Stake is my opportunity to explore my original and wholly owned intellectual property. The Hammer and the Stake is a game about Socialists in 1920s era Hungary fighting against a despotic and fascist vampiric government. And your job as the socialists is to bring it down game's core mechanic focuses on player cooperation and wagering to overcome obstacles. There is a distinct design principle behind it in which every throw of the dice is supposed to involve every player at the table, whether physically or virtually. And I want you to understand that I've put a lot of time and effort into this game to make it feel exciting and original and from a place of passion. Myself, I have... 20 years of freelancing experience, I've written for White Wolf, I've written for other games like Delta Green, City of Mist, Hellas, and Tribe 8, and this is my opportunity to give you all my personal vision of what a role-playing game can be. So if you give me a shot, I'd appreciate it. It's up on Kickstarter right now. It's The Hammer and the Stake, S-T-A-K-E, not... S-T-E-A-A-K, that is a completely different game. But yeah, if you would be willing to, to give me a shot, I guarantee this is going to be an exciting exploration of the setting and the mechanics that I want to take and enact with you all together. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on Kickstarter.